This is the Love Your Mom Life podcast, where we get real about getting out of your motherhood rut and creating a mom life you love. I'm your host, Nikki Odin, and I know a lot about what it's like to not love your mom life. Being a mom is hard, and being a mom with goals and dreams is even harder. Over the years, I've spent a whole lot of time on the hot mess express trying to harmonize motherhood with everything else I want out of life. But eventually, I figured it out. Sort of. You can create a mom life you absolutely love. So come on, let's do this thing together. Before we dive in, this is my cute little reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Be sure to follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, be sure to visit the blog at youridealmomlife.com for real life solutions to help you take back your time and love your mom life again. Hey there, welcome back to the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Today, we're going to do something super fun. Since I've published my book, a few of you have mentioned that you wish you could publish a book, and the common theme there has been that you want to publish a children's book. So for those of you mamas who have that dream on your heart but don't know where to begin, I have a very exciting dynamic duo for you here today who are experts on the first step and how to get started. Before we meet them, I just want to say thank you for the outpouring of love and support around my new book, but definitely wear mascara. From reviews that say you can't put it down to comments that this book is exactly what you need right now, I'm overwhelmed and humbled by how well the book is doing and how much you love it. And in case you really have missed all the hype and still haven't grabbed your copy, the link is in the show notes. This book is a collection of my love letters to all the working mamas out there who, like you, are trying to make a mark on the world while being the best moms they can be. It's super easy to read with short chapters that don't need to be consumed in order so you can pick it up at nap time right before you fall asleep and you don't have to worry about what happened in the chapter before. Yeah, I did that on purpose. I know you're busy. And if you're one of those mamas who needs a sneak peek before she'll commit, you can download a free chapter at youridealmomlife.com slash free chapter. Last thing before we dive in, I just want to remind you that some of the best ways to support this show are to one, make sure you're officially subscribed or following. So go ahead, take a second to hit that plus or check mark button in your podcast app. And two, leave a rating and a review. And if you like this episode, share it with a mom you love. We are all about moms supporting moms here at the Love Your Mom Life podcast. And the stuff we're talking about today needs to be heard by other mamas. Finally, be sure to follow me on Instagram. My handle is very easy. It's Nikki Odin so that we can connect and stay in touch. I'm telling you, I personally manage that account And I actually see every single like, comment, and DM. So if you want to be friends, let's be friends. And now let's meet our expert guests. 
Victoria Jaco is the author of numerous books for children, including the uber popular Fenway and Hattie series from Putnam Young Readers. A sought after workshop presenter on point of view and perspective, she created and taught a highly regarded writing course at the Cambridge Center in Harvard Square for three years, where she first became known for the practical tips and tricks that she now regularly shares on social media. She lives with her husband in Boston and Duxbury, Massachusetts. Visit her at victoriajco.com or on Instagram or Facebook at Victoria J. Co. Victoria is joined today by Cheryl Lawton Malone, who earned her MFA in creative writing for young people from Leslie University and went on to author acclaimed picture books, including Dario and the Whale from Albert Whitman and Company. A former teacher of writing for children on the college and continuing education level, Cheryl is an in-demand manuscript consultant at Grub Street, Boston. She and her husband live in Newton and Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Connect with her at CherylLawtonMalone.com or on Twitter at Malone Lawton or on Facebook. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's so great to have you. And I love that I can be responsive to my audience because I mentioned in the beginning, I have had some people reach out to me after I published my book and say, you know, I've really had this kind of inkling or this desire to write a children's book. And I'm just so inspired by you publishing your own book that I, you know, maybe I'll actually do it, but I don't know where to start. And of course, I don't know the first thing about children's books. So I was really excited that our paths crossed so that I could bring this information to my audience. So um, Victoria, I'd love to start with you. If you could just tell us like how you got started on this journey, what your first step was and how you got from basically A to B. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I never thought that I would become an author. I never, never liked writing. Um, mm. I majored in math in college mm. and I got my MBA and I worked as out of my career as a marketing manager at a human services organization. But when I had oh. my kids, um, like, like a lot of moms, I would read books to them. And it was during that time that I was remembering the books that I had read when I was a kid. And I wasn't a huge reader, but that connection of reading with my own kids brought back a lot of memories and stirred something in me where I started to remember the characters that I had loved and the stories that I had read and how much they had stayed with me. I didn't really know that before, but it really kind of um, it awakened something in my heart. And I started to realize that those stories and those books, they weren't just books to me. They were part of my life. Right. And it really, um, you know, I, I kind of got this bug that I wanted to write books that other kids and other families could enjoy together. And I, I started the journey, you know, I started online, I was looking for resources, I joined groups, I read books, I went to conferences. And that journey took me a long, long time um, seeking publication. In fact, my kids were literally in college when I landed my agent and finally got my first big book deal. Wow. You know, I find that so simultaneously shocking and encouraging that you were a math person. Like a lot of people, I think that's their first hurdle. Like I, well, I, I would like to write a book, but I'm not a good writer. I'm not a writer. I don't even really love reading. And I think maybe that's one area where I might 
might be a little discouraging to people because I'm like, oh, I love reading. I've, I've always been a writer. But like, you don't have to be to become a, a famous or successful children's author. So that's really encouraging. Well, I think when Cheryl shares her story, you're going to see a lot of similarities. And I think a lot of moms have the same common experience where, um, you know, it's reading to our own kids that really stirs something within us. I love that. So Cheryl, tell us, tell us more about how you started. Yeah, I would absolutely echo what Vicki has said. So um, I'm a lawyer. I was a lawyer for 25 years before I started um, actually um, pursuing um, the, you know, the, the journey to become a published children's author. Um, but I have been writing my whole life, maybe, maybe more like you, Nikki. Um, I wrote in college. I was a political mm-hmm. science major. Um, I went to law school. I wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. I became a lawyer mm-hmm. and I wrote continuously, but I never, I always felt something was missing. I never had that creative, um, that joy that comes from creating something that's purely fiction or purely, mm-hmm. you know, just something from your heart that you want to, a story that you want to tell. So um, I, you know, as a lawyer, I had kids, I got divorced. I um, had a big, big, busy life, like, like all the moms out there right now, it doesn't matter where you come from um, and what your background is, but you know, it, it takes up all your time. And I didn't believe that I could become a children's writer until I actually finally carved out some time for myself and I took a class at Leslie um, mm-hmm. and I literally put my, my family on hold, you know, they were okay. They were, yeah. they were, they were a little older. They were in high school, but I put them on hold and um, I said, I'm going to take these, you know, five days and take this course at Leslie, which is a university in Boston. And uh, um, uh, I fell in love. I fell in love. It was a children's writing course and I fell in love. I fell in love with the, the content. I fell in love with picture books and, um, and then I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And eventually I even stopped um, the law and became a full-time writer and a teacher. I'm going to seize on what you said there, which was that you took the time for yourself. And I think that is so important because again, when we're talking about hurdles, how do I get started? That might be one of them for some of you listening. When am I going to find the time to make this a priority? And the answer is you just do. You just absolutely do. Um, you know, your family has to be okay. There's no question. But mm-hmm. uh, in that realm, you, there it doesn't even have to be five days. It can be 20 minutes a day. It doesn't exactly. have to be a long time. I'll share that when I was writing my book, I just took 30 minutes a day and not even on weekends, just Monday through Friday before my kids woke up on Google Docs, just wrote for 30 minutes. And sometimes I wasn't writing literally from minute zero to minute 30, I I would be sitting there kind of thinking or writing out, I don't know what to write. Sometimes I write, I don't know what to write, but I I just made myself sit there for 30 minutes in front of Google Docs and eventually it became a habit and the words just started to flow. So it can be something as small as that, but the the key is to take the time for yourself and just start. Absolutely. Absolutely. I used to write in the car in the parking lot when my kids were at hockey practice I mean, I think if you can find those, you know, 15 minutes or 20 minutes, and I think, Nikki, you made an excellent point, is that it's not actually putting words down on the screen that counts as writing. You know, making notes in your notebook counts as writing. You Mm -hmm. know, going, you know, walking your dog and and getting ideas or thinking about your story. It's all part of the process. Absolutely. And I think giving yourself that grace and that freedom 
to not feel like I need to be creating a full plot right now. Like, let it come to you. There are, there are bits and pieces that are going to flow to you depending on where you are, what you're looking at, what you're thinking about. And I, that's what I love about technology today and having a Google Docs app on your phone so I can make something in real time. I can make changes in real time, no matter where I am. And I can pick it up in the car if I'm waiting at the bus stop or I can be sitting at my computer, but it really is that simple. Absolutely. Don't forget voice memos. Um, you can, you can leave notes for yourself all the time. I love that idea. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not as glamorous. It's not as glamorous, I think, as we make it seem. Like nobody's sitting, you know, by the ocean with peace and quiet with all this white furniture and the wind blowing and just the words are pouring out of you, right? It's, it, it is a process and it's okay for it to be a process. And that's part of embracing it and getting started. Just, just start. How often do you say to yourself, I love my mom life? A lot, hopefully. But if sometimes you sort of feel like motherhood is one long ride on the hot mess express, you're not alone. As a mom, you have the best intentions of getting your to-do list, your goals, and you know, your life in order. And sometimes you kind of do. But then a small human asks you repeatedly for a snack and you completely lose track of what you are doing. Sound familiar? Our mission at Your Ideal Mom Life is to help moms take back their time and get more of what they want. And we have a fun and simple and free way to help you make that happen. It's called the Mom Life Challenge. During this challenge, you'll learn how to create a mom life you absolutely love. In three days, you'll jumpstart the habits you need to organize your life and your schedule. Translation, less mom fails, more winning. And did I mention it's free? Visit us at youridealmomlife.com slash momlifechallenge and join thousands of other moms who are taking back their time and loving their mom life again. So I would love to talk more about what you are doing now because I know that you are specifically helping authors take that first step. So can we talk a little more about that? Yeah, for sure. So Cheryl and I started a company um, last month called Write On Productions. It's W-R-I-T-E, <laughs> Write On Productions. And um, our goal is to help people um, who want to write a book for children or young adults, who, by the way, the industry decide, de- defines as teenagers. So mm. all the way from toddlers through, you know, senior year in high school, that's all considered children's and books for them are considered kid lit or children's literature. Um, And so, um, yeah, so we're helping people who want to write books for kids and teens, and especially people who just don't have tons of time and resources on their hands, because most of us don't. And we can't just get off to a writing conference or, you know, hire a mentor or, you know, do a lot of the things. And so, um, yeah, we want to provide resources that will fit into anybody's life. And also, you know, since we both have been teachers, we've both taught at the adult level, people who want to write books for children. Um, you know, we took a lot of the material that we had developed and that we knew worked and right. things that we wish that we had known when we were starting out on our long, long journeys. And the first thing that we did was we published a book. 
and it's called Writing Kidlet 101, and the subtitle is A Self-Guided Course. And the book is really designed to be a go-at-your-own-pace course so that you can learn, well, first of all, learn about the industry, you know, arm yourself with up-to-date information about what it takes to create a book um, in the competitive marketplace, but also to really learn and hone the skills of the craft that you need. And we have all kinds of um, fun narrative and exercises and tips that you can do at your own pace. You could do it with a friend. You can do it by yourself. You can do it in those 15 minutes while you're waiting Mm -hmm. for the kids. And you can really learn the skills and the craft in a way that's really, that's really fun and painless. And, um, you know, everything from creating a character, you know, how do you get a hook? How do you come up with a premise and, you know, a concept with obstacles and a satisfying conclusion and building a world and all of the things that you need to know. And now let's take a quick break. The heart behind the iMom podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on iMom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. This is so exciting to me. I personally am a very good rule follower, so I love the idea of having sort of step-by-step instruction on how to get started. Because writing the book is certainly... It's it's a feat, you know, for a lot of people. I will say, for me, that was the easy part. I find that the publishing and the marketing is a, a job unto itself. But we can get to that in a second. But the writing it is can be a little bit paralyzing. Just sort of have prompts or to have ideas and and ways to get those creative juices flowing is so exciting for people. I'm sure, especially if you can do it in small spurts in between momming and living and everything else that life demands of us. I was just going to add that. The other thing about the book is that it's real. It, it really, there, there aren't that many craft books out there that deal with the marketplace. There aren't many marketplace books out there that deal with the craft. This combines mm. both and it's, it's relevant. It's, uh, you know, and what I most love and I'm, we're most proud of is it's all about you as well. There are a lot of rules in writing and they are very stifling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. This, you know, so what we try to do is say, Okay, maybe this isn't the best way to start, but if you happen to have an idea that hits that that falls into that category, go for it. Try it. See how it goes. See what see right. where you get to. It's very empowering and it's very freeing. And yes. I think it opens up the whole door of creativity. Um, again, specifically for people who don't have a ton of time to take courses and um, you know, take classes online and buy books, buy you know, buy read long books and all that. This is really short and um, easy to read. Yeah. And I I think that you just described most moms, right? They believe they don't have the time to take the course or read the long book or really dive in the way they believe, 
you know, becoming a writer would require. And I think it's just so amazing that you're taking your experience. You both mentioned the long journey, the things you wish you had known. And I think a lot of us who are starting off on this journey are like, I wish someone would just tell me what to do. Yeah. You know, when we were writing the book together, um, I hope I'm not saying something that I shouldn't, but in the introduction um, in on the first draft, it said it told, uh, you know, about why we were writing the book. And then I said, as moms, we wanted to pay it forward. And Cheryl said, you know, we should change that. And we changed <laughs> as teachers. We wanted right. to pay it forward. <laughs> but I really well, did. I understand I think, you want to like cast a wider net, but, but you I think get moms, it because you're moms. As moms, we naturally want to help other moms. And we've been there. You know, we yes. know what it's like. We're juggling careers. We're raising kids. And we have this passion. You know, we wanted to you know, explore our creativity and write, write fiction, write books. And, you know, we know what it's like. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of moms with careers have passions like that and have the passion to create and again, make their mark on the world. Cheryl, I'm a lawyer also. So I understand that demand. I was a litigator for a long time and it was, honestly, it wasn't until I left litigation to become a stay-at-home mom for two years before I went nuts, that I had the perspective and even the space to think about doing something outside of my career. So if I had something like this that that seemed bite-sized and easy to implement, I think that would have been a total game changer for me. So I love that you're doing this. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the point. And it's, you know, it's like I said, it's relevant. It's it's um, it's giving you permission to follow that little piece of your heart that is maybe further back than all the other things that have to have to happen. And so it's it's opening up that little piece of your heart that and giving yourself some time to just enjoy that and and um, relish your creativity. Everyone has it. You just need mm-hmm. a chance to open up. Yeah, to harness it. And this is a great way to do that. So how can people get their hands on the book? Um, well, it's available through Amazon, and you can also find it through our website, writeonproductions.com. Awesome. That's so exciting. So once people have written a book, do you have any advice about what what then? Okay, I have this beautiful Google Doc. Now what do I do? Um, well, to be honest, our book doesn't go there. Um, it's really just about the craft of mm-hmm. writing the book. Um, we are both traditionally published authors. Um, There are a lot of books about um, how to submit your manuscript to agents and to um, publishers. And um, honestly, it changes all the time because the industry changes, people change, technology changes. So I don't know. Honestly, I've been out of that game for so long, right? I mean, because you know, once you have an agent, or at least for me anyway, I'm still with my agent. She does all that for me. It's true, but there, the marketplace is changing all the time, um, and there are opportunities uh, in self-publishing that weren't there before. I'm not so sure some of the younger picture book um, um, stories are best sold online, um, best sold through self-publishing, but anything like, but YA, for sure. Oh, right, young adults. So that, that those are opportunities because kids go online themselves. Those kids are old enough to go online themselves. And they can search for books. So that might be an opportunity in the future for somebody um, who's yeah. writing YA. One question I'll ask is, do you think it's necessary to have an agent? So I don't currently have an agent. And um, 
I am a lawyer, so maybe that right. maybe I feel more comfortable in that realm. Um, I will say Vicky's agent is amazing. Um, and so she's just benefited from having that agent. So I think like anything, there's probably many ways to go. And um, I think you just have to educate yourself and be willing to take on. If you're not going to search for an agent, if you're not going to use an agent and all the contacts that they bring to the table, um, then you have to be willing to do that yourself. And so if you are a marketing person, you, you know, and you are willing to make contacts, you're willing to go to conferences and you're willing to meet people, you're willing to do the research to find the right fit for your book. Um, I, I don't know what would stop you. You know, having yeah. an agent isn't necessary. That's the situation. Having yeah, said that, that. Cheryl, Cheryl's two books were sold through an agent. Absolutely. And, that's absolutely true. And um, very few publishers accept so um, unsolicited manuscripts. They only will accept submissions from an agent. Traditional publishers, right. Well, that's so, that is fascinating. And also it's good information and it's not meant to be discouraging or to be overwhelming. It's just good to know what could be later on on the horizon. I always say, stay present with it, right? Let's focus on what's actually happening right now and what the first step is because the second step will always reveal itself. And then when it does, the third step will reveal itself and so on and so forth. So to me, my advice would be, first step, get the book. Writing Kidlet 101 sounds like an awesome way to get started. And I will definitely include that link in the show notes. Thanks. That's awesome. Well, I totally appreciate you being here. This has been so eye-opening, really empowering and encouraging for the, the moms listening. I know, especially the ones who've had that little inkling and they're really receiving this right now and thinking, okay, I needed to hear this today and this is going to be my first step. And who knows, maybe we'll get an email about somebody who's publishing their first kid's book. That would be so exciting. Some of our former students have gone on to, some of them have had amazing careers and there's nothing more rewarding um, than, you know, watching someone blossom, you know, who has that passion and has that idea. And then to see, see the development, it's really incredible. Why not you, right? Why not you? Exactly. You don't know what we stories you, yeah, we did it. And you don't know what story you have to tell until you try to tell it, until you start uh, telling your story. That is great, great advice. Uh, I was going to mention one more thing. So one of the things that, uh, you know, moms are thinking about today are, you know, they, they might have a child with a unique set of circumstances or they're mm -hmm. in, a, in a situation that's unique. And um, maybe there are no books out there that really address what those moms are living with, what those kids are living with. I mean, Kidlet is all about inclusion and diversity. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe one of those moms is the mom that's going to write the book that is going to help those other children that are in a similar circumstance. And yeah. so that's what the, our book is actually aimed at those people specifically, right? Because they're awesome. going to be fighting uh, the time element more than anybody. Absolutely. And you're so right. So, so many times, beautiful things are born of necessity. Yeah. And I love that you're paving a way for people yeah, to exactly. create that. That's and amazing. that's what, that's what Kidlet today is all about. It's not necessarily the way it was a generation ago or two generations ago. Um, it's all about, um, you know, leaning in to yourself and your life. And so, the, the message today is create the character that only you can create. And that doesn't mean you're writing your autobiography 
And that doesn't mean you're writing a story specifically about your kid or your dog or whatever. Mm-hmm, um, right. But get but that connection, you know, whether it's cultural, whether it's something that really happened to you in the past that inspired a, a deep feeling or an emotional connection, or let's face it, all of the different stories that we're exposed to today you know, we probably didn't get a generation ago. And that's because people are really leaning into, you know, their own experience, their own questions, the the things that they wish that they had had when they were a kid. It's so true. And it's such a powerful time to have a story to tell. It is. It really is. more important than ever. I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. We need it. Oh, thanks. We're excited. Well, that wraps up our conversation with Victoria J. Coe and Cheryl Lawton Malone. I know you took a ton of value from it. And even if your dream isn't to publish a children's book, you might know a mama who has that dream. So be sure to share this episode and where they can find Victoria and Cheryl. We'll see you next time on the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.